this year. If you volunteered last year, oh, we need you again. Yeah. We're so thankful. We had so many wonderful volunteers last year. There were people there that were volunteering that it was our first time um, meeting, but God brought so many great people together to serve his people mm. on Thanksgiving Day last year. And it's happening again this year on Thanksgiving Day at 2 p.m. at 1046 Dixon Boulevard. The event is going to be catered by Pebbles Catering and Event Design, hosted by Miss Keisha Barrett. So I want to give her phone number to anybody who would like to contact her about making a donation. Some things that are needed is some money. Some other things that are some needed um, is some clothes and small household items, which will be given away that day. And if you want to donate food, you could call and coordinate with her because she has a specific menu for that day. And she'll let you know in what way you can help with the food. So the phone number is 321-863-7919. That was 321-863-7919. One nine. So if you contact her, you could get um, more information. She does need volunteers up until the day and the day of. So if you're available at any time to come out and volunteer, please coordinate that with her. On actually Thanksgiving Day, you're going to need help with the setup, with serving the food, with breaking down and cleaning up after the event. So lots and lots of help is needed. I know she was saying the other day about cooking over 20-something Um, turkeys and doing them different ways to be able to accommodate, to be able to get them all cooked and such. So we want to invite you to be a part of what's going on. Bring some people with you and come on out on Thanksgiving Day. Yes, yes, yes. Today is Friday, and we want to close the week with, with a powerful thought this morning. In spite of your circumstances, in spite of the prosecution or the persecution, yeah, in spite of the situation that is unpleasant, just maybe, just maybe, you are placed in the right position. Look at Genesis chapter 40. I, I don't know if I'm speaking to somebody here who, who might be going through some stuff. And and may ask yourself a question. Why me, Lord? Why am I going through all of this? I'm not supposed to. But watch what happened in uh, Genesis chapter 40. You want to read it from verse 1? It came to pass after these things that the butler and the baker of the king of Egypt offended their lord, the king of Egypt. Mm -hmm. And Pharaoh was angry with his two officers, the chief butler and the chief baker. So he put them in custody in in the house of the captain of the guard, in the prison, the place where Joseph was confined. So Joseph was in a place that is unpleasant, Mm -hmm. not a place that you want to be in. And he was in this place because (laughs) he did the right thing. So he did the right thing. He refused Potiphar's wife. Uh He fled sexual immorality, what the Bible directs us to do, to flee sexual immorality Immorality. because it's the only Mm -hmm. sin of which the consequence is within our own body. body. So he told he did that. And she devised a evil scheme yeah. against him yeah. and falsely blamed him. Yeah. And now he ended up here in the prison. Yeah. So his life had went up, up, up. And now it may seem as if it crashed, crashed down. down. 
But with God, there's no crashing, crashing down. down. So this is a, <laughs> this is the key. Ooh, this is the key we want to leave you with. So he was in prison, mm-hmm. in custody, mm-hmm. confined, mm-hmm. and something happened. And uh, the captain of the guard charged Joseph with them, and he served them. So they were in custody for a while. Mm-hmm. Then the butler and the baker of the king of Egypt, who were confined in the prison, had a dream. dream. Both of them, each man's dream in one night, Mm -hmm. and each man's dream with its own interpretation. Mm -hmm. And Joseph came into them in the morning and looked at them and saw that they were sad. Mm -hmm. So he asked Pharaoh's officers who were with him in the custody of his Lord's house, Mm -hmm. saying, Why do you look so sad today? today? And they said to him, We each have had a dream, and there is no interpreter of it. Okay, okay, hold on. They have the dream, mm-hmm. and there is no interpretation. There's no one who can interpret. What if Joseph was not in mm-hmm. prison? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because Joseph himself had had a dream uh-huh. when he was a, still a teenager, uh-huh. and his dream was of greatness. Yeah, He had a great dream, but it had not manifested yet. yet. So he had Joseph had two key gifting areas of his life. He had the gift of administration, Mm -hmm. and he had the gift of being able to interpret dreams. Interpretation. He knew his gift of administration worked Mm -hmm. because he came into Potiphar's house as a slave, Mm -hmm. and he worked his way up so high Mm -hmm. that the only thing Potiphar knew was the food that was on his fork that was going in his mouth. He wasn't concerned about anything else because Joseph was working at such a level of excellence, and he was getting such results were being manifested in Potiphar's house and in all of Egypt because of the excellence of the gifting of administration on Joseph's life. So Joseph knew, he had confidence, he had experience that his gift of administration worked. But he didn't have yet any confirmation that his gift of dream interpretation worked because he had this dream as a young boy and he has this dream. He starts to tell his brothers and his fathers about him. They begin to mock him, hate him even more, throw him into a pit. They're going to kill him, but then they decide to sell him into slavery. And he never hears from any of them again up at this point. So he did not have any verification, any confirmation in the earth realm that he was good at dream interpretation. But here in the prison, he gets this opportunity Uh to make this connection. We got to get it. Okay, so I'm just going to keep reading. All right, so verse 8. So So Joseph said to them, do not interpretations belong to God. Tell them to me, please. Then the chief butler told his dream to Joseph and said to him, Behold, in my dream a vine was before me, and in the vine were three branches. It was as though it budded, its blossoms shot forth, and its clusters brought forth ripe grapes. Then Pharaoh's cup was in my hand, and I took the grapes and pressed them into Pharaoh's cup and placed the cup in Pharaoh's hand. And Joseph said to him, This is the interpretation of it. Before you go to it. Mm-hmm. We can't leave this key. Mm-hmm. Remember, all week we work in this one thought. Mm-hmm. If God is with you, you are going to mm-hmm. be what? Mm-hmm. Successful. Mm-hmm. And we know Joseph know that God was with, with him. him. Mm-hmm. He knows. So here it is. When when the butler and the baker had this great puzzle. Mm-hmm situation joseph was full of confidence why because joseph was working where 
with God. Joseph was always what? Working with God. So that's why, Pastor Dad, before you go on, he says, so Joseph says to them, do not interpretation belong to God? Mm -hmm. Tell it to me. me. (laughs) (laughs) What a confidence. Mm -hmm. And these guys, uh, these guys that are in there, they were in Pharaoh's house. Pharaoh and Potiphar were two different people. Pharaoh was a higher uh, a higher yeah. ruler yeah. than Potiphar. So here he is talking with them. They yeah. give him the dream. Yeah. Joseph gives them the interpretation yeah. of the dream. Yeah. So after he gives them the interpretation of the dream, he asks them in verse 14, yeah. but remember me yeah. when it is well with you yeah. and please show kindness to me. Make mention of me to Pharaoh and get me out of this house. Yeah. Then he tells him the backstory. Yeah. For indeed I was stolen away from the land of the Hebrews, yeah. and I have done nothing here that they should put me that in the dungeon. dungeon. That I deserve this. So then huh. time passes. Yeah. Uh, go to verse 23. Yet the chief butler did not remember Joseph, but mm. forgot about him. So mm. then going into Genesis chapter 41, verse 1. Then it came to pass at the end of two full years. Yeah. So after Joseph correctly interprets the dreams mm, two, for them, yeah. the one is reinstated to his position. Yeah. One is executed, one's reinstated to his position. The one who's reinstated to his position Forget. forgets <laughs> to make any mention of him to Pharaoh. Okay? So now an opportune time comes yeah. for them to make mention because Pharaoh has had some dreams and Pharaoh's disturbed. Yeah. Yeah. So he's disturbed. So he makes a petition that he, you know, lets people know he's disturbed. Mm -hmm. So then here he goes, oh, okay. Oh, I got an opportunity. Probably thinking he was going to promote himself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He says, oh, yeah, I know um, this guy. Mm -hmm. When you were upset with us and we were in prison, there's a guy there. He Mm -hmm. can interpret dreams. Yeah. So uh, Genesis 41, verse 14, yeah, yeah, then yeah, Pharaoh this. sent and called Joseph, and they brought him quickly yeah. out of the dungeon. And he shaved, changed his clothes, and came to Pharaoh. Yeah. So there was a sudden turnaround Wrong. in Joseph's situation, a sudden turnaround. He was brought quickly out of the dungeon. Mm. He was shaved. His mm. clothing was changed, yeah. and he comes before Pharaoh. And here comes the redemption. We got to get this. He, here comes the redemption. So he begins to speak. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, I have had a dream and there is no one who can interpret it. <laughs> yeah. But I have heard it said that you can understand a dream to interpret it. Verse 16. So Joseph answered Pharaoh saying, it is not in me. God, God will give Pharaoh an it answer means, yeah. of peace. Yeah. So notice his lifestyle. He's yeah. not taking any credit yeah. for himself. Yeah. He's doing everything as unto the Lord. He's doing everything with God, and he's doing everything to glorify God. Okay. See it the way God sees, sees it. it. Say it mm-hmm. the way God mm-hmm. says it. Mm-hmm. And what? Mm-hmm. Do it the way God mm-hmm. does it. This guy was in line mm-hmm. with those mm-hmm. three points. Mm-hmm. He says, it's not in me. Mm-hmm. God is the one. Mm-hmm. He tell the butler and the baker. Mm-hmm. God is the interpret. Mm-hmm. Is the one that interpret dream. And I'm working with God. I'm working with God. I'm working with God. Are you working with God? Mm-hmm. And then he so Pharaoh discloses to him the dream. So going down to verse 24, he says, "So I told this to the magicians, but there was no one who could explain it to me." So we got to get this. Pharaoh was looking for answers. The magicians, he tried, and they didn't work. Yeah. The magicians that have worked before, yeah. 
did not work yeah. in this situation. Yeah. Pharaoh needed a higher power. power. He needed a greater power, power to be able to get understanding of the situation that he was facing. So this is Joseph's time yeah. to operate in his gifting of dream interpretation. What if he didn't have that time in the prison where he used that gift of dream interpretation and it surely came to pass within the time frame. What if he had doubt? If he had doubt, he wouldn't have been able to operate at the level that he operated now on this sudden day in front of Pharaoh where he interprets the dreams for Pharaoh. And he gives a solution. Not only does he give the interpretation, not only does he talk about the problem, but Joseph delivers the solution because he right had a, there. He had the gift of what? Administration. So his two <laughs> gifts tied together yeah. at low points in his life. Yeah. His two gifts tied together. Make your day count. Thank you for tuning in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church in the beautiful city of Coco. For more information on this broadcast, please contact us at 321-638-0381. Tune in tomorrow to hear more about how you can make your day count. Brevard's home for the very best in contemporary Christian music. 91.5 FM, WMIE. This is Morning Breath, your drive-time devotion sure to jumpstart your day. Brought to you by East Coast Christian Center. Morning Breath starts now. You're listening to the Friday edition of Morning Breath, a special message recorded live at East Coast Christian Center. Hey, East Coast and all of you guys out there, maybe you're watching online or you're one of our campuses, Vieira, Parkway, Avenue, Coco. Hello, you guys. So glad to be with you today. My name is Dan, Pastor Dan Salbaum. Most of you know me, but if you don't, that's who I am, and I'm glad to be here with you today. We've been in an incredible series. Pastor Matt got started last week uh, called Called. Is that the way to say that, Called Called? I think that's correct. I actually put calling in mind, and I got a couple of thoughts on that, but I want to say thanks to Pastor Matt. I've actually, he doesn't know this yet, but I actually heard from a few people uh, a few is three to eight that in my mind. So if I ever say a few, that's what I mean, three to eight. Three to, eight, three, three to eight people, I don't get real specific, actually talked to me about the message and said that God spoke to them in that message about getting back. Most of them, it was getting back to some things God had, had encouraged them in in their life and they kind of pulled back from. And so that was super exciting.